0: Hey, mariah,
1: go back like
2: welcome back to another episode of the me and mariah podcast i'm taylor and today i'm joined by not only my marianne blake hi but if you've listened to episode 10 where we covered mariah's experimental alternative project someone's ugly daughter then you'll remember my trailer ends dino i'm back baby <laughs> is the elephant heavy I figured it would be good to cover this topic in a thruple setting, since we're talking about the gay 1998 VH1 gangbang that was Divas Live. This was the first year that they did a Divas concert like this. They continued to do it yearly for like five or six years and then stopped for a few years before trying to do it again. But some things just aren't meant to continue on and on and on. This isn't a nightmare on Elm Street.
3: Yeah, this was such a big production. You mentioned this was the first right? This is the first Divas Very first. Um, They had a lot of funding. They raised a lot of money, a lot of awareness, obviously, which we'll get into, and they actually kept it going for a long time.
2: Well, the last Divas show was five years ago, and it was a Christmas-flavored show. Mariah performed. Obviously, you can't have a Divas show about Christmas and not include her. It was actually their highest-rated Divas show since the original five or six that they did, and we know that solely because Mariah was there.
3: What a vision. (laughs)
2: Is it? (laughs) Well, if you guys could choose anyone to make your own Divas Live lineup, who would you choose? Only living Divas. This
3: was so hard for me to think about. I went from a perspective of, like, who would be my ultimate dying wish um, lineup. Not necessarily the way I think it was organized for Divas Live, where they were across multiple genres. But my list includes... You wouldn't be surprised at this, Taylor. This is always who you bring up. Fiona Apple. Does uh Karen O, oh, the yayayas. Yeah, yeah, She's okay. one of the best performers I've seen. Uh, Tori Amos, Very, childhood favorite. Okay. <laughs> she literally is my Mariah to you. Like I, I grew up with Tori. You oh, grew up trust with me. Uh, Lauren Hill. Um, oh. Also one of the best performers I've seen live and just... Isn't she like always
2: I was just gonna say she
3: actually wasn't for my concert, shut which up. was awesome. But my aunt had seen her before, and she said she had to wait like an hour and a half, <laughs> and then she was in a bad mood the whole time. Makes sense. <laughs> but I still love her. Stevie Nicks, hundred oh, percent. Okay. Um, a little bit more current is Haley Williams. I love Paramore, and I have to have some like pop punk diva in there. And mostly the bands are fronted by males, so she's one of the greats in that genre. Uh, Bjork. Little, my quirky queen, Tegan and Sarah—they are two for one. Okay, <laughs> I have to have um, a queer artist representing. Uh, Carol King, who is a diva in the '98 show. Yes, she and is. She's one of my like top record collection scavenger hunt artists. I want to collect all of her albums, and she's had so many, and I love her. And Alicia Keys.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah,
3: that was fun to figure out, but definitely really hard.
2: Yeah, it's
1: hard. That's definitely a very lesbian lineup. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Blake, we, we do have one similarity with ours. So I, oh. I went with five legends and five newbies for mine. Because okay. I, I think that, that dynamic would be interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how this would actually sound if it ever came to fruition, but this is what I would want to see. So for the legends, we of course have Mariah and Celine. You can't go wrong. Okay. Dolly Parton. Oh. We also have one. Bjork.
3: Okay, that's right. And Kate thought.
1: Bush. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yes. Who originated having the wireless mic, like uh-huh. as a headset. The
2: whatsoever. Bush mic? The Bush <laughs> mic.
1: Fun fact. Fun fact.
3: Th- I love that.
1: She's so a I think great Britney one. owes a, lot, a yeah. lot to Kate Bush. Wow. <gasps> and for new girls, we have Lana Del Rey, Casey Musgraves. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. With Dolly, that'd be great. That'd be mm-hmm. cute. Callie Uchis. Oh. oh,
3: that's a good one.
1: I didn't think of Rena Rina (gasps) Sawayama. And Grimes.
2: Okay. Oh, wow. Yours are, okay, that's good. Yours are good. That
3: is interesting.
1: I feel like Grimes and Bjork could obviously go together. Yeah. Yeah. We can do a Bjork and Mariah moment. I would love that. Uh, I don't, I can handle that. I don't don't think I can
3: handle it either, but (laughs) I want to know it. Yours is fun. I like the way you line them up based on, like, um, older classics and newer.
2: And then it's like mirrored with one. With yeah, the other. That's they good. pair. Up. I like that. I do too. Yours Somebody would understood serve the
3: assignment. Yours would serve <laughs> the greater good, but mine yeah. was very personal to my Mine's taste. Mine's personal also. <laughs> to your taste. Well, yeah.
2: I did mine like from pulling from genres. So I would have like Mariah Carey as the ultimate queen. She's the Aretha Franklin in my. Mm show. Because mm-hmm. you know how Aretha was like the queen of this one, where they like did her songs. Yeah. And so my rock diva, Debbie Harry, and my country diva would be Dolly, but if she's busy at your little party, I'll take <laughs> Reba. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I want a showgirl, so Liza, oh. bring it on, but if she's too tired, Bet Midler can't have both, one or the other. I want Liza <laughs> in the lineup arm. Stop! and And then i want like a rap moment so i want lil kim to bring out azalea banks
1: oh okay
2: give a little something and then yeah my latin diva would be coochie coochie charo (laughs) (laughs) and then okay the one that i knew we would all have bjork bjork
1: i kind of had an idea i
2: knew it would be her she's my wild card yeah she'll just fly in Oh, I love it! With the ethereal,
1: like all of a sudden the air gets
2: cold. Yeah, And we are
3: just like (laughs) entranced. Can you imagine a festival with all three of our lineups?
2: Oh, (sighs)
3: the world couldn't take it. The drugs that you
2: would need, (laughs) six beta blockers, and and a a large iced (laughs) coffee. I don't want to know where I'm at. (laughs) So this diva's concert in 1998 was headlined by Mariah, Gloria Estefan. Shania Twain, Celine Dion, and Aretha Franklin. Now, Carol King was there too and performed just as much as these other bitches and her career started around the same time as Aretha, so I'm not sure why she's not included in the title or on the cover with the other girls.
3: That's not fair. Injustice.
2: I mean, it's pretty hard to choose just five or six, so I totally get it. Like, after the first Divas, it seemed to have more and more Carol Kings each time. Like, for Divas 99, Elton John was even one of the Divas.
1: But that makes sense.
2: I just feel like the bigger the group of artists, the weirder it feels. Let's talk about stand-up to cancer. What a wild group. Mariah, Mary J, Beyonce, Rihanna. So far, so good. And then there was Ashanti, Sierra, Keisha Cole, Leona Lewis, Nicole Scherzinger. Okay. <laughs> Carrie Underwood, Natasha Bedingfield. And then you have Miley Cyrus and Fergie. God, what a mess. <laughs> right. it's
3: like a black hole the more you
2: go on well that was a time where people loved a big tacky belt you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans to a cocktail party no problem throw a belt over it a men's colored shirt throw a big old fucking belt over it she by sharae now that's a diva Joggers. <laughs> Spring, summer. (laughs) More September. (laughs) Well, back to Divas Live. It was a fundraiser for Save the Music, VH1's foundation for funding public school music programs. Mariah actually comes out in the middle of the show to introduce a PSA-style video where Sting and Joan Osborne are like, music class helps kids in math and science. Give us your money. I feel like you would like Joan Osborne, Blake. I don't know if she's a lesbian thing, but maybe she should be. What's something that feels lesbian but isn't? Jamba Juice. (laughs) or maybe just the wheatgrass shot (laughs) well when sarah mclaughlin popped out i got immediate ptsd and was just waiting for the dead and dying animals needing homes
3: yeah that's immediately what i thought too she had the same facial expression talking about music for children as she did for the puppies
2: (laughs) (laughs) hillary and bill are in the psa also one thing i noted is how weird hillary says celine's name
1: celine dion that's funny that hillary had a john travolta moment with Adina Adina Menzel. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Bill donated one of his saxophones to a kid who played saxophone in his school band. He looked less than thrilled. He's like, I seriously only picked the sex because I didn't want to lug around a tuba all day. (laughs) The music teacher at my school was a backup singer for the Mamas and the Papas and she made sure everyone knew it. She was wild. Short spiky hair an unnatural like orangey red. She would say things like last night while I was in my home recording studio and I finished recording my latest cassette tape. They'll be available for $5. Which oh my god, she would sell them in the front office of the school.
3: How entrepreneurial.
1: (laughs) Did you play the recorder
2: oh of course.
3: <laughs> we all had to learn recorder like is, is that just like a I
1: don't know I don't US know how school
3: system how... staple well <laughs> like, no
2: save the music says it helps with math and science
3: specifically recorders
2: <laughs> but it helped me blow and finger that's oh. true
0: <laughs> scientific studies have proven that music education greatly increases children's basic math and reading ability I mean I don't know what happened to me but
3: <laughs> I d- I tried a few instruments but I was a theater kid Through and through, I did community theater.
1: It all makes sense.
3: Um. honestly, theater kids are the wildest.
1: Going to dinner at Denny's after the show.
3: Honestly, theater kids are freaks, like freaks in the sheets, freaks behind (laughs) doors. Like they get wild. I wasn't invited to a lot of parties though. (laughs) 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 i just heard about them on monday
0: (laughs) but back to divas live
2: well so the definition of diva according to the meaning of mariah carey is a distinguished and celebrated female singer a woman of outstanding talent in the world of opera and by an extension in theater cinema and popular music
0: my
1: definition of diva is the classic one
3: i agree with that work yeah
2: (laughs) if
1: mariah says it, it's true
2: I say that all the time.
0: Okay, well, I just tripped Celine when she was walking by. Um, I stole one of Gloria's necklaces.
2: Well, the show begins with Jennifer Aniston's nipples introducing Mariah as the next first performer.
0: <laughs> they really
3: were out there, weren't they? And
2: what was that hair, Jennifer? It was some kind of twisted crimples. It's almost like an anti-vax white woman with dreads fighting for her First Amendment right to breathe without a mask in a town center Starbucks.
3: <laughs> it did feel like that so much. I honestly don't like her in general. So the look. A lot just of added
2: people don't. It.
1: I never
3: have. I didn't. Me neither.
1: See, I, I, I don't understand why she was like she that's sexy. Sweetheart? I don't get it. Why do you have to push that down my throat?
2: You guys, I did not. I grew up in a friend's house, and it's not my no. fault. It's not my fault. My but.
3: friends are friends, people, and I just can't relate.
0: Right now, it's my privilege to introduce one of music's biggest stars, and she continues to develop her incredible talent as a singer, a writer, producer, and director. Here is Mariah
2: Carey. So Mariah comes out, her hair was very big. What's she hiding oh in gosh. there? Yeah. I love the lion hair.
3: She had to have had a bump it in there, though. That was unnatural <laughs> in
1: the back. Like, there's Let's no Let's talk way. about the volume in that <laughs> wig. The yeah.
2: volume in this wig is astronomical. Wig,
1: yeah. I thought she looked gorgeous, though. She did, despite her being sick.
3: <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah. I had no idea, actually.
2: And why was Mariah the first girl to perform? It should have been Shania. She was the newest girl. Mariah was the youngest though, and maybe she had the youngest audience at the time, I don't know. She performs My All, a medley of the original and the club mix, followed by Make It Happen. She does her little run back and forth across the stage that she loves to do during Make It Happen, the one that, Nearly gave 10-year-old me a heart attack when I first saw her live. My all was the current single at the time, so it makes sense for her to perform that. But if Make It Happen is the second song choice, which I have no problem with. We love Make It Happen. But Make It Happen should have been the opener. It's more upbeat. You want to start with a bang, right? And then follow it up with All, Especially the way she transitioned it with the club mix. It would have gone smoothly into Gloria's performance since she came on right after Mariah. I love
1: my all, like, live. I think it makes me appreciate the song more because I don't really listen to it in my downtime. But the live versions are always so much better for me.
2: Yeah, I agree. (laughs)
1: The fill your body, feel your body. Yeah.
2: And then Gloria's performance was a Miami moment. She did all her biggest grocery store hits, Turn the Beat Around, Conga, Get On Your Feet. She said she was there to represent the dance diva, because Latins love to dance. Her words, not mine. I love Turn the Beat Around. <laughs> I can dance to that. Mine is, I like Get On Your Feet. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: that's the one I was like, okay. Get on your feet, get on your feet.
2: She spent the first 30 seconds of her performance fighting with her shawl. She could not get it off, and she ended up laughing at her own struggle before finally detaching it and throwing it at her saxophone player. That's something that would happen to me.
0: I don't like a lot of paraphernalia and stuff, but the stylists are always going, oh, it's going to be fabulous. You got to wear the scarf and come out with the scarf. And then I go, something's going to happen. I'm telling you. I go out, and my shoes were brand new, so the scarf was long, and it got hooked on the heel of my shoe. And then it was like, how do I take this damn scarf off my shoe? (laughs) I think I finally threw it at some point in the performance. You know
2: Gloria went to Mariah's wedding to Tommy? Really? Yeah, she was team Tommy, though.
0: It's a funny story kind of now, but not really, but I remember when Tommy went to marry Mariah that we bought them this very expensive tea set, and my words to Tommy was, My words to Tommy was, I want the tea set back when this (laughs) goes belly up, Uh, like getting around. I never did get the tea set back, by the way. I think Mariah kept it. She loves tea. That is what she should.
2: She was friends with him and the wife that he ditched for Mariah. So that's a little awkward.
3: That's what I was going to say awkward.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so then here comes Sarah Jessica Parker in her big old Carrie Bradshaw dress to introduce Shania.
3: Another late 90s, early 2000s actress I don't like. Yeah. I don't dislike her, I just don't favor her.
2: Maybe I dislike
1: Carrie Bradshaw, but I feel like she plays it too well, to the it, point it's where it's like, way. I don't differentiate the two. Yeah. I also hate the way she shaded Dolly Parton in that intro, because she was introducing Shania, and she's like, this isn't big wigs, this isn't your yeah. grandpa's country music, and I'm like, what the fuck?
2: I noticed that too. And she
1: also said, I think it, I think it might be grammatically correct to say incomparable, but I like when people say incomparable.
2: Oh, she said incomparable? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. No, I would I say, say incomparable. Incomparable. incomparable.
1: Yeah. I feel like she rehearsed that, and she wanted to say incomparable, and I'm like, just say incomparable. And she would she have been like, that's
3: not it. me. Incomparable terrible
2: time for more ketamine sjp <laughs> <laughs> well watching it back now i'm not sure if it was just a bad dub job or if she's lip-syncing but either way it's as bad as her big crimped hair she performed or mimed man i feel like a woman and then she grabs her guitar to perform still the one and sit down on a stool cross-legged what in the ariani is this bitch doing
1: oh like jenny on forrest gump but not naked i've never seen what we
3: were just talking yeah. about this Taylor. I know! <laughs>
1: now she may have lipped it, but let's talk about the leather ensemble. Those pants, incomparable.
3: And she. <laughs> think of the, the and powder. She did, she did dance around a lot more than the others. So she maybe did, she was she, the most lively. She just wanted to calculate like the sound while still giving a great performance.
1: I'm having fun playing dress up and doing the Diva thing. It's really. I'm having fun with it. I appreciate I'll give that. her that one. Fergie can do cartwheels and still sing that's, at seven
2: in the morning. That's true. Wow. Do that, Shania. Where all my whose bed have your boots been under fans at? <laughs> then we get Susan Sarandon coming out tits first to present Aretha Franklin.
3: There's a late 90s female lead I can get behind. I really like Susan Sarandon. I feel like she didn't get the recognition she deserved. Thelma Louise, hello.
2: Banger sisters.
3: Oh. Stepmom. 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 (laughs) So many good movies.
2: Well, Aretha appears and tells the crowd that she didn't rehearse. And in her book, Mariah said that when she showed up at the rehearsal the night before, Aretha and the producers were disagreeing about the air conditioner. And Aretha refused to run through the songs.
0: True diva. Mariah, they're playing games. And I'm not having the games. So we won't be rehearsing this evening. Who the fuck is playing games? It's enough that I'm going to sing with Aretha Franklin and now I can't rehearse with her? Why couldn't they just turn the fucking air off?
2: Well, they start playing Chain of Fools and Mariah slides on out in a different dress than before. This one's short with some like weird shawl thing tied around her waist for modesty in front of the Queen of Soul. (laughs) Originally, Aretha had wanted to do Dream Lover, but Mariah talked her out of it.
3: I wonder why.
2: She didn't want to do her song.
3: Oh, okay.
1: But I'm glad that she got to do Touch My Body later.
2: later. Oh my God, that's so funny because I was literally just gonna ask if you've heard Aretha's rendition of Touch My Body. I've
3: never heard that. That's oh, it's thing? good.
1: It's good. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm
3: gonna listen after this.
1: Hearing Aretha Franklin say YouTube, <laughs> it's something. Oh,
2: it God. is. Oh, well, you can kind of tell that they didn't rehearse because Mariah just keeps waiting for permission to sing. Aretha would look over and say, like, go ahead, and Mariah will start singing.
3: I noticed that, too. She looked so much more shy than she normally does in this performance. I mean, I would be really nervous singing with Aretha Franklin, obviously, but...
2: Right?
1: So timid. Not We don't really see the Mariah, that side of Mariah, live. I know. No. She's usually really in control, and this time she seemed a little like, all right, I'll let Mama Aretha <laughs> guide the way. Take the lead.
2: I think they pulled it off way better than two years later when Mariah came back for Divas 2000, the Diana Ross tribute.
1: I did the first Divas
0: I'm um, back again because it's a tribute to Miss Ross, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be fun. And I think it's going to be a, a really fun night because she's got a really great attitude about it, and she's a legend, so.
2: The Divas that year were Mariah, Donna Summer, Destiny's Child, Faith Hill, and... Diana Rasta. Well, I'm sure you've seen the pictures of Mariah arriving to that one. She was in the jeans and the waistbands cut out and the glittery butterfly top.
3: I have. I didn't know it was from this time though. Yeah.
2: And she was, again, the opener. She did Heartbreaker, but she did the Love Hangover remix like she did when we saw her with Lionel.
1: Naturally. Cause Diana Ross.
2: Hello. And originally, they planned to have Donna Summer and Mariah join Diana for a Supremes moment. They were gonna have the three of them wear matching green dresses and Mariah was not having it. She said in her book that at the same time that they were showing her the dress that she was supposed to wear, she was informed that Donna Summer decided that she wouldn't be doing the performance and literally left. She doesn't know exactly why she left, but if it was the dress, she didn't blame her.
1: They were cheap costume types, nowhere near couture. I'm not wearing that. That's crazy. I know. And maybe it went against her Christianity.
2: It must have. Oof. But Mariah's a professional diva. She comes prepared. Versace had made Mariah two matching mesh-link toga dresses, one in gold and one in silver. And since Donna wasn't doing the performance, Mariah thought she would offer Diana one of the dresses so that they would match. They actually did rehearse together, Mariah and Miss Ross the Boss, but they could have probably used some more.
0: They were doing the, you know, ain't no man high enough, and then Mariah did the little multi octave like you know (laughs) exactly and Diana said oh no you're not gonna do that at the end (laughs) mama diva told baby diva no way
2: there's a part towards the beginning when Diana turns to Mariah and is like are we gonna do the steps meaning dance bitch and by the time they get to stop in the name of love choreography mariah literally says what i'm learning people
1: we stopped in the name of love for the people she definitely got the hand choreography down right (laughs) Everything was so
3: subtle. It was like the most subtle choreography it I've was, ever seen. It was honestly kind of awkward. It, it was it so awkward. awkward. They, was a lot of like... they just didn't have chemistry, no. honestly, yeah. which is such a
2: shame. Well, back to the first Divas. After Mariah and Aretha did Chain of Fools, it was time for Celine Dion's performance. Oh. And why is her mic on a cord? Was it tied to her husband or something? <laughs> oh. She's a fucking weirdo.
0: When you're close to Aretha, Are you, close? you're out of your brain. You're out of your body. You're out of your soul.
2: <laughs> like, that is a woman. Woman who has never lived on this planet like she's here but she's never really been here she dedicates my heart will go on to the passengers and crew of the titanic who died in the sinkation a hundred years ago it was 86 years <laughs> exactly from that moment that the what? ship hit the iceberg to the moment that celine is performing the song
1: now that's special
2: and you know walter Afanasie produced the song he's the one who did all of early mariah ballads we've talked about him
1: Right. Heard
2: of her. <laughs> so Celine starts with a Tina Turner cover. Tina should have been there, but she must have been busy. She did Diva's ninety nine with Whitney, Cher, Brandy, Leanne Rhymes, and Ellen though. Ooh. That's a,
3: good that's one. a really good one. That's I thought so I would have wanted to go to that one.
2: <laughs> and for her second song, Celine brought out Queen Carol King. They performed The Reason, which was Celine's single right before the Titanic song. Carol wrote it.
1: Not the Hoobastink song. Not
2: That's that one.
3: That's what came to mind as soon you said
2: that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> she originally planned for Aerosmith to do this song, The Reason. And I'm not sure if they like, passed on it or if they sing it too. I, I didn't really care to look into it more for this. So I just said I would. They were say busy I don't doing the
1: space movie soundtrack. Space movie. I don't want to miss a thing. Bruce oh. Willis.
2: Armageddon. That one. Yeah. They edited it to appear like Gloria and Shania join Carol and Celine. But really, Carol had a solo moment that they didn't air
3: something i don't
2: know yeah i don't get it something
3: against her Could someone have maybe she just didn't perform well enough God. i doubt that
2: yeah she's great yeah what
3: the hell
2: so she's on the piano carol with celine gloria and shania standing around the back of it and they perform carol's song you've got a friend carol let james taylor record this song for his album at the same time that she wrote it for her own so they both released it at the same time and his version went to number one so she's probably just used to getting fucked yeah. sad. <laughs> Constantly overshadowed. <Yeah.
3: laughs> I would have liked to
2: see a Carol and Mariah moment. They worked together on Mariah's Emotions album. They wrote If It's Over together. Not a song that Mariah really performs much. She did it, like, one time on MTV Unplugged, and I think that's it.
1: I love that song.
2: So Aretha and Mariah come out again after the white ladies did their little thing for the finale. You make me feel like a natural woman. So Aretha is ad-libbing over the band as the song starts, and she says, I'm sorry, I didn't do this song earlier. Like... Uh, when would you have done the song, girl? You just did Chain of Fools. Like, isn't that why you're performing it now? I don't get it.
1: I don't know what she meant by that. She's in her own world, too.
2: (laughs) And while researching for this episode, I found out that Carol was actually supposed to sing the first part. She's the one who wrote the song, even though everyone knows it as an Aretha song. And Aretha just stepped right over Carol and took it from her.
0: (sighs) We all knew that Carol was supposed to start the song. And Aretha started it. Maybe just out of sheer habit because it was her hit that Carol had written, you know, for her. And uh, I think she just came in and boom, she started. But Carol was supposed to start it off. So I was already thinking, "Uh oh, are things going to change now? Like, how are we going to? I was thinking technically about how we were going to sort the parts if all of a sudden someone switched parts at the top of the song.
2: You can see Carol with the mic to her face like, wait your turn, Franklin. And speaking of the mic, I hate that they don't all use the same one. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I think Gloria and Mariah had the same one. And then Shania's is different because she's lip and Celine's is still hooked up to her husband's dialysis machine. <laughs> and on Divas 2000, Mariah and Diana didn't have matching mics either. Something about that really bothers me.
3: I wonder if they have really specific preferences. They are all Divas after all. That's true. So it's just literally the kind of mic they prefer. Sure.
2: I don't like it. I think Mariah would
1: request a ceramic, lightweight
2: one. After Natural Woman, Aretha brings the church out. It's one of these Jesus songs that has the congregation like fanning and fainting. Songs like that just radiate oppression and homophobia to me. Sorry, Aretha. Sorry, (laughs) Baptists. Well, fuck. Carol was really trying her best to give us and Jesus her belts. And then Celine comes out of nowhere like she's ready to rap battle with Aretha. Absolutely. In her book, Mariah said that she was mortified by this moment. (laughs) She said Celine made herself look like an asshole without mentioning her by name.
0: I couldn't believe anyone would try and upstage Aretha Franklin on her tribute. Maybe it was a big culture gap, but it seemed like sheer lunacy to me, and I wanted no part
2: of it. So just based on this VH1 special, who's the best and biggest diva? Who takes the crown for the night? Shania, Mariah, Celine, Gloria, Aretha? You guys already know my answer. I don't even have to say it. But what do you think?
1: I'd have to say Celine was the winner for me. Celine was definitely the top of the night. Okay. She uh. <laughs> she took control and she made her impact known.
3: I think it's probably tied between Aretha Franklin and Mariah. I would have uh. to give it to both of them equally. Okay. Mm. Um. They- Aretha
2: refused to do a song with anyone else, by the way. That's really? why she's the only one that sang with her solo. She was made it clear that Mariah will be the only one I will be singing with.
3: I think they both carried themselves really well separately, but then when they performed together, they had some of the best vocal performance of the whole night. Totally. Mariah was actually kind of up there for me. She, she brought the spunk. She you say the that fun. like it's surprising. Well, she's a- among so many other greats in one night, and I love Carole King. Yeah. But I didn't have, a, I didn't have anything to go off of for yeah. Carole King. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so. Mariah
1: was definitely in the top two. Selena Mariah. Selena Mariah
2: for me. <laughs> well, this was fun. Dino, it was nice to have you back.
1: So glad to be
2: back. Well, all right, lambs, thank you so much for listening. Join us next week for our first lamb request episode. If you have an idea for an episode you'd like to hear, leave us a voicemail, 857 626 4552. We may even call you back. Who knows? See you next Tuesday.
1: Bye. Bye.